This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only. And I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. And if you want to join, all you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written, published article, Who Was at the Helm, from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar and you get a better buzz. With, with the Savage Premium. So go to go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Michael Savage Podcast. You know, on a recent podcast, we played for you some past crazy liberal callers from my radio days. 
Well, since then, we've been flooded with requests to play more of these nutty liberal callers and how I dealt with them. So for today's podcast, we give you liberalism is a mental disorder, savage versus progressive callers, where you'll hear a caller who is tired of savage blaming Obama. Another one uh, complaining about immigration, saying that anyone who complains about immigration is racist. Another idiot saying socialism is a sensible system and many more so-called progressives and how I have dealt with them. So sit back, enjoy. And as always, thank you for listening to the Michael Savage podcast. And please tell 10 friends. Did you know that thousands of so-called DACA recipients, 60,000 immigrants with arrest records, including 10 accused of murder, have been allowed to stay in the United States under the Obama-era Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals DACA program, according to the Department of Homeland Security released today. 60,000 of them got in and snuck in the, under the fake DACA thing, under DACA. So now they're using, now they're not using DACA, they're using child separation as the tool to open us up and destroy our borders. You understand? John, line five, make your point. Go ahead, please. Uh, Dr. Savage, you're a very book-smart man, but I didn't realize that you were this insensitive when it comes to human beings. Now, let me explain. I don't right, well, you're, okay, you, you took a, a shot at me. Now, now go ahead. Follow up, because it, you, your shot didn't even hit me. Go ahead. I have respect for you, but uh, I don't care about right-wing, left-wing stuff. They're one and the same, and, and you and I agree on that. But well, they're not one and the same. No, they're not one and the same. One loves borders, language, and culture. One hates them. But go on. You care about animals. I care about animals. We're, we're on the same page. We care about our... So, okay, okay you're setting this, the groundwork. What's your point, though? Why do you worry about elephants more than human beings that are trying to be with their family? That's my point. Th that's one of the stupidest arguments I've ever heard. You must be really brain dead. So let, let me put it around. Let me turn it around. So you'd like to see a beautiful, noble creature like the elephant slaughtered so the people in China can have brick-brack on their cabinet wall, on their cabinets? Don't, don't misinterpret or spin what I'm saying. No, well, what are you trying to do to me? What are you trying to do to me, Mr. Steamfitter, with, with your basic New York longshoreman accent? You're telling me I shouldn't care about animals? I say you're wrong. I don't want to be part of the... Uh, generation that saw great creatures decimated and disappeared from the earth. If you do, then it's a mark on your soul, not on mine. Now what? You want me to open my borders to everyone who shows up with a child? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that we should put children before animals. Well, let, let's put the animals aside. We just covered that. You want us to open our borders to every immigrant who shows up with a child. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying to be smart about it, but don't separate children from their parents. Well, you just said the same thing in two different ways. So all an immigrant has to do now is take a child to the border and automatically they're citizens. Is that what you're suggesting? I think those people are running from... Uh, you're not answering my question, Mr. Longshoreman. I said any immigrant that shows up now with a child should automatically be granted citizenship. Is that what you're arguing? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. No, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Mr. Longshoreman. That's what you're suggesting, Mr. Longshoreman. These people coming from hostile countries, they're, they're being... I just said to you, are you suggesting that we eliminate all immigration policy and that any time someone shows up with a child, bingo, they get a green card? I'm telling you to bring them in, 
and, and protect them from what they're running from. So that oh, bring, hold it now. How many of them? How many? It takes, Dr. Judge, because... The, I said how many? Give me an answer. I don't care. As, as many people we can save, we got to save. So in other words, 100 million. So let's say 50 million come in from China with children. They should take. We should take them all in? Killing babies in China. If you have a baby. Girl. Oh, so you want 50 million from China? How many from El Salvador? As many as we could save. How many from How many from El Salvador? How many from Nicaragua? As many as we could. How many from Africa? Let me tell you something. Tax no, let me tell you something, Mister Longshoreman. What if an ISIS member shows up with a child? Should we let them in? The child is not ISIS. I asked you a question. Now answer a question. Or you've had your dance in the sun. And no one will ever hear from you again. You'll have to go back to saluting the Hitler photo in your basement. I ask you again, what if an ISIS member shows up at the border with a child with a full Muslim gear and everything else? Should we let them in? No terrorists allowed. You know what? Wait, wait, say that, wait, say that again. No terrorists allowed. Well, how do you know if there are terrorists? If I just disclosed to you that 60,000 immigrants with arrest records including 10 accused of murder, have been allowed to stay in the United States under the Obama-era DACA program. You didn't know that, did you? Dr. Sal, you are, you are keeping me on the phone and asking me these questions because you know I'm right. You know I'm right. No, it's because you're a dummy. You're an absolute dummy. You sound like a man who has a, a potato sack over his head. Did you hear what I just said to you? I said to you, 60,000 people came in under DACA who have arrest records. All right, that's enough already with the Eddie. They're getting very smart, the left. They are mimicking the accent of the working class man in order to undermine America. They're very smart. I got to give that guy a hand. That was good practice. There was a classic effete snob from Harvard University pretending to be a man of the people. Hey, hey, let me tell you, savage, as many as want to come in here, we got to save them from the death squads. I don't want to bring in death squads, Schmendrick. You don't even understand what you're saying. So let's see. We open up the borders now to anybody who shows up with a child on their hand. Does it mean it's their child? We don't care. So let's say it's a member of a dangerous MS-13 gang with tattoos on his eyeballs. And what, he's got a child on his hand, now we let him in? Do we let him in with his guns and his knives or not? Oh, well, we have to leave the guns and knives on the other side of the border. But we have to give them a green card. You people are so stupid, it's frightening. This is what's called an emotional message. You're falling for the messaging. It's always the same. Hillary used it for years. Remember, it was always about the children. Well, they found a way to get to the idiots now. They're telling you it's about the children. It's always about the children. So if an MS-13 gang member wants to come in, he could bleach the tattoos off his neck and hold on to a child's hand and come in with his 14-year-old uh, wife or whatever. That's what you want in the country? That's the future of America? How dumb can you be? Now, you know who's behind all of this? You think it's only the left, you're mistaken. You should understand that Catholic Charities is behind this, because Catholic Charities has much to do with Catholicism. Let's say, let's put it this way, I don't want to insult Catholics who may get it wrong. Catholic Charities is not a religious organization. It's a wholly owned business, subsidiary of the Catholic Church. It's the same with the Baptist Family Services, nothing to do with Baptists. It's a business. A business that has a putative link to 
to Baptist, the Baptist religion. Same with Jewish family services. Nothing to do with the Bible, nothing to do with the Torah, as far as I can tell. Just a business run by businessmen. It's the same to do with fake conservatives like the Koch brothers, K-O-C-H. You say, well, conservatives don't want these things. You're wrong. I've investigated it. I disclosed it in Trump's war. I disclose it in a different way in my forthcoming book, Stop Mass Hysteria, out in October. The Koch brothers, for example, are seen to be darlings of the right wing. You may not know it, but they make billions of dollars a year in providing services to illegal aliens at the border through uh, centers that they have built to provide them with housing, flat screen televisions, yoga lessons, God knows what else they get for free, all because of these people who are using immigration as a business. And so don't be taken in by this thing about the children separated from the parents. The fact of the matter is, this is a nation that has to be defined by its borders, language, and culture, as much as religious people have to be defined by God, faith, and reason. No, we need firm borders and a firm immigration policy, which means if you show up with a child and you're not online to get in, sorry, but the doors are closed. The lifeboat is full, and if we take on any more people, the lifeboat will sink and all of the poor will go down with it. I won't be affected if thousands of people come in over the border with their children. It wouldn't affect me directly at all, not now. But my children and my children's children will be overwhelmed by it. Also, those who will be affected immediately in this country are the poor of all races, Hispanic included. They are the ones whose services would be diminished by the deluge or flood of illegals who would go to the front of the line. And that's the sad truth of the reality. There are more people needing things than there are people who can provide things. We don't have unlimited supplies of money, social services, medical services, legal services, and housing. We have a housing crisis across America for the poor, don't we? Don't we keep hearing about our homeless who are, uh, should be given housing? Our poor homeless, they should all be given a mansion on Pacific Heights next to Nancy Pelosi. The poor homeless. Well, how are we going to give them ho give homeless houses if you're now suddenly letting in hundreds of thousands or millions of people over the border and you have to suck services out to them? Where's the money supposed to come from? Oh, I know the answer. There's a ready answer. Don't give as much money to the military. I've heard that for a long time. You don't hear that much anymore. They finally realized that attacking the military wasn't working for them. So now the left wing has suddenly become very clever. And now they're going, don't separate children from their, from their parents. There's a simple answer. You say to anyone coming to the border, I don't care what they are, you're not coming in. Get online like everybody else. There's a long, long waiting list. We don't know who you are. Here is a care package. Sorry, the lifeboat is full. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Why not own something that has never been valued at zero? Gold. Historically, gold is your best hedge against inflation, which is rising like a hockey stick as we speak. The smartest Americans diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market. Right? Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. It helps you hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. In fact, if you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, you just text SAVAGE to 989898 and convert that into an IRA in precious metals right now. So text SAVAGE to 989898 
and my friends at Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on diversifying gold tax-free. Hedge against inflation, protect your hard-earned money, get your free info kit by texting SAVAGE to 989-898. Do it now. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. So what you want to talk about is what you want to talk about. What you want to talk about is what you're going to talk about when you get on the phone. We got about uh, one open line. Let's begin with Connecticut. Charlie, line nine, you're on the Savage Nation. What's on your mind, Charlie? Yeah, hi, Dr. Savage. Uh, I'm, I'm a Bernie Sanders liberal who listens to you every day. I love your show. I think you're one of the funniest, most intelligent guys around. I don't get how anybody with a brain could think Donald Trump is nothing but a moron. I just don't get it. All right, so here's what I want to ask you. Here's what I, all you Trump haters bewilder me. What is it about Trump that actually, what do you hate about him? He's a nasty, the most despicable human being alive. Separate. Wait, wait, he's, he's worse than Malim. Let's start with your statement to show you how, how, how biased you are. He's the nastiest, most despicable human being alive. He's worse than Julian Molina in South Africa who says the white farm is this, the white farm is that. Are you kidding me? Human being. You're not hearing. If you can't hear me, you're showing a sign of ignorance. You said he's the most despicable person on the planet. You tell him he's worse than Julian Malima in South Africa? Eggs and eggs. It doesn't matter. He's a despicable human being. Well, what is despicable about him? What? Number one, his immigration policy. Separating. There's still probably 2,000 kids separated from the parents. Oh, another liberal who has a bleeding heart over the separated children. When have you last embraced an immigrant's child in your own home? In my own home? Never. So why are you sitting there making believe you love the immigrants so much? <laughs> I work with them in the New York City school system. Fine. I'm the son of an immigrant. But what is so wonderful about an immigrant compared to... Compared to a, wait a minute. What is so wonderful about an immigrant compared to an American child? What makes them better? Spurs. The man got five deferments on bone spurs and you support him? I can't... Okay, no, keep going. So it's deferments. That didn't bother you with Bill Clinton, though? Did it? No. I'm biased. Well, well, wait a minute. You talk about Donald Trump getting deferments from the military. Didn't Bill Clinton... Wait a minute. Didn't Bill Clinton get a deferment? Michael But it didn't bother you because he got deferment? Why? Why didn't that bother you? He's a coward. He Who's a coward? Penny to charity last year. That's why he's hiding his income taxes. So it's you see, you keep one. changing what? No, no. You <laughs> see, there is an actual sickness in the in the in the radical left like you. I know another guy I heard about. He's a, a friend of mine from a, a high school, college. I lost touch with him. He was a flop his whole life. He was a failure. A Bernie supporter. He spends his entire life on Facebook hating Donald Trump. I was told by another friend. I said that's what his whole life has become. Why do you people so obsessed with a man who has rescued the economy, for example, who has brought some pride back to America, who's brought jobs back to America, who has stood up to China, stood up to Mexico? Why does that offend you so much? I like him. I don't get it. No, you know, did you hear a word I said? I, look, he, putting aside Sean Hannity for a second, why don't you go on Bill Wait, wait, sir, I asked you a question. What? What, why are you so obsessed with Donald Trump? The man has rescued the economy, stood up to our enemies, brought back national pride, brought back jobs. What is wrong with any of those things? To the wealthiest people, he's despicable. I, this schmuck is not hearing a word I'm saying. I love the flamingos. 
can you hear a word I'm saying, or you're just sending like, you know, your wife passed away a long time ago. You realize you're alone in a room for a reason. You realize nobody will date you because you've got pyorrhea and a number of other illnesses. But my friend, you do have to listen once in a while. Listening. I'm listening. Do you live? Do you live alone with a cat? Who do you live with? My wife. She puts up with you. Do you ever listen to a word she says? Is she another Trump? Wait, is she another Trump hater? Uh, worse than me. I don't know. Is she? Is she's a bigger Trump hater than you are. Yeah. And why do you love Bernie Sanders when you know that he's a lying lout? You know that he espouses communism, yet he makes over a million dollars a year. That's not a liar. That's not a complete faker. He espouses what you might call socialism, but all politicians lie. You know that. Oh, so I know. But I see all lie. But Donald Trump's lies offend you more than everyone else. You aren't the president. I wouldn't even be uh, giving. Why? Why do you love Bernie Sanders so much when you know he's a lying snake? He's, he's not a lying snake. He's of course a, he is. What? He's a, a complete. Wait a minute, sir. I mean, did you grow up in? Did you grow up in New York? I went, grew. I New York City public schools, Brooklyn. Okay, good. Okay, so we have a similar background. I'm your, You're telling me there was no Bernie Sanders in your background in your family. Someone like him, okay. a complete loser, a guy who never really got a job, a guy who was like a free wait, a freeloader who talked about Karl Marx all the time. That type. You never had that in your family. No, my parents weren't weren't interested in politics. So, in other words, you were more like Bernie Sanders in your life. You were the freeloader. I'm not a freeloader. I worked on one. I was a teacher. Okay. I was a teacher too. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to provoke a response in you. <laughs> I don't know how a rational man like you could could be taken in by Bernie Sanders. I'll tell you why. Number one, he is for income equality and health care for all. All right, let's start with that. What do you mean by income equality? Taking from me and giving it to a bum in the street? You don't pay a lot of taxes. I'm sure you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. That's right. So what, you want to take more from me? No, I don't want to take more from you. I want to give it to other people. I don't want to... Oh, you want to give it to other people. So now you want to take my income and give it to a bum in the street or an illegal immigrant. You want to give it to an MS-13 gang member, what, to get more tattoos? <laughs> what do you want to provide? Tattoo clinics for MS-13 members? That's not what he's saying. He wants to give the people who work for a living a better... A better uh, a be wait, a better what? A better what? Living. Nobody, sh nobody who works 40 hours a week should have to be homeless. Nobody who works 40 hours a week should not be able to... Wait, how many people work 40 hours a week who are homeless? Are you serious? You're buying that garbage? No, many in New York... I never encountered a person who works at a real job who is homeless. I think that's complete crap. You don't know what's going on in the shelter system in New York City. Wait, 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 let me ask you something. How come we didn't hear anything about the so-called homeless when Obama was in power, when the same number of homeless were in the street? It's because vermin like Don Lemon and the others didn't report about the homeless issue. Don't you understand that you're actually being gulled and you're actually being manipulated by the left-wing media? Defending Obama. He's not the president any longer. I wasn't thrilled with... Wait, 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 wait. Don't change the subject. The number of homeless has not gone up under Donald Trump. It's static. It's the same number as during the Obama years. But you didn't hear anything about it because the people in the media didn't report on it. Now you're actually buying it hook, line, and sinker that there's more homelessness. I'm talking about Donald Trump. The man is a... But you're changing the subject over <laughs> and over again. What do you teach, actually, in school? What subject can you... What do you teach, Jim? Social studies, doctor. Oh, God. Are you a live one? You teach social studies. Come on, my friend. You're probably a nice guy, but you know that you resent the rich, don't you? All your life. You've always... I, like when, you've, I, when you walked around New York, didn't you always hate the guy in the nice car? No. Let me tell you something. I am... No, I'm asking you something. When you were a kid, 
even a teenager when a, did you walk around and hate the guy in the limousine I'm in the top. You, I, I don't hate them. You won't answer. They you have, won't answer. Did you Did you resent the guy with a nicer girlfriend? No, nobody. Well, I have a beautiful wife and a smart wife. Nobody needs that. Well, much. did you resent the guy with a smarter, more beautiful wife and a better car and nicer shoes? No, nobody needs that much money. Nobody. Oh, so you're going to determine how much money I should have? <laughs> well, I would say I don't know how much money you have, but you probably have a lot of money. But you, you work. I, I don't resent the money you have. I'm talking about people with. Guys like Trump, they got a lot of money. So again, it's Trump. It's always Trump is the bad guy. He's like a lightning rod for you left-wing commies. You, he really is. <laughs> you, it, it's, you know what it is? It's class warfare. You resent the fact that he's had all these women, he's got all these buildings named after him, and he actually became president, and he's actually doing a good job. Why is it that the left-wing cannot produce the jobs that they promise everybody, while it's the evil Donald Trump who can produce the jobs that the left-wing promised? How, come, how does that work? hands you know what remember you got you see you're changing the subject again your visceral hatred is not a reflection of your intelligence it's a reflection of your prejudice is it that you hate wait hold it now is it that you hate tall very good looking white heterosexual christian men is that your problem no that's not my problem he's not he did you always did you always resent like jocks like good looking guys on the on the varsity team you felt like a schmendrick next to them is that it the male body. He is, he is a fat slob. He's an ugly fat slob. And you, you're, I'm sure you're an Adonis. I'm positive. I'll ask your wife about that one. I can barely walk. <laughs> Did you ever use Viagra? And, and be honest with me. Yeah. What? Do you do leftists like you ever buy Viagra? I get it in my prescription. You know, I get free health care. Oh, 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 you get it. You get, but an Adonis like you shouldn't need it. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> you know what I like about you is you don't get mad. This is what I like about you. It's like you can take a joke. This is a wonderful thing. I despise you as a human being, but at least you have a good sense of humor. I'll be right back. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. In San Francisco on the home station, KNEW, James. Welcome to the program. Go ahead, please. Uh, yes, Dr. Savage, um... What I'm hearing from you that really troubles me is this, this, this is beyond, you've gone beyond, way beyond sour grapes from just losing an election. And what you're saying is, is, is reactionary, it's slander, and it's un-American. Okay, and, uh, let's, start with, let's start with you. What did I say that's un-American? Well, you're attacking President Obama before he's even had a chance. He won in the Hey, land. schmuck, hey, schmuck, 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 listen to me. I'm not your weak father. I'm Michael Savage. Let me tell you like it is, schmuck. Obama has passed five executive orders. He's jammed through a trillion-dollar spending bill. It doesn't matter whether it was done in one week or in four years. Don't tell me I have to wait 100 days. If I wait 100 days, there'll be no country left. He's doing what he was elected to do. He, had the he was not elected to rob the Treasury. Didn't this man say he would not appoint lobbyists? He said that two days ago. Well, the people are sick of not... Wait a minute. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Do you understand that you are an idiot? You're the dupe that he wanted. You're the chinless wonders that elected him. This man said he wanted change. This man said there would be no lobbyists. Are you aware of the fact that he's appointed three major lobbyists to major positions? If you want to investigate... Why doesn't that bother you? Why doesn't that bother you? you investigate Bush's war crimes, savage. Uh, oh, no, listen, listen, you, listen, you weakling, you. You chinless wonder, you. You're the kind of man who, if Obama said he wanted to put talk show hosts in gas chambers, you would say Zeke Heil. Isn't that correct? 
Tell me I'm wrong, James. I wouldn't put you. I would definitely get you off the air, though. You have no place. You would. You know what, my friend? Not only will you not get me off the air, my show has never been bigger. And it's going to get bigger and bigger. Do you know why? Because your man is a hypocrite. Your man is a fraud. And I am going to be not the last, but perhaps the first to continue this exposure of this fraud. And if you don't like it, my friend, you have a choice. You can go and read one of the failing newspapers in San Francisco. Have a nice day. So here's a man who says I'm un-American for pointing out the hypocrisy of Barack Hussein Obama. Here's a man who is taking the party line and saying, oh, give him a hundred days. Give him a chance. Well, I don't think I have to wait a hundred days, do you? The man passed five executive orders in less than a week or in about eight days. The man is trying to trash us with a trillion dollar bill that your children's children will never uh, get to pay back. No, my friends, I think I'm going to get even more strident, not less. What is shameful, my chinless friend from San Francisco, is the trillion-dollar bailout bill. What is shameful, my friend, is a bailout bill that gives money to crooks, lobbyists, illegal aliens, ACORN, and people on welfare who pay no taxes. What is shameful, my chinless friend from San Francisco, is appointing a tax cheat to the post of Treasury Secretary. Shameful is breaking your own rules against hiring lobbyists two days after you make them, my chinless wonder. Shameful is closing Gitmo with no idea what to do with the killers in Gitmo. Shameful is spending $150 million on your coronation, my friend. And if you think I'm going to be silenced by chinless wonders like you, you got another guest coming. <laughs> Chicago, Scotty, you're up on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Buenas tardes, senor. Or should you prefer shalom? How you doing? Uh, your humor is not working. What is it you'd like to say? This is what I want to say is that I'm a Mexican, and I think that, you know, it's a shame that you can't find anything in the world to be, you know, positive or be happy about it. Every day you just complain and whine and complain and whine. But you don't do anything about it but whine and complain. Well, Scotty, let me ask you something. How do your fair, fair friends in Mexico treat illegal aliens from Guatemala? Hey, let me tell you something. No, let me tell you something, uh, senor. How do your friends in Mexico treat illegal aliens who try to break into their country? Do they give them food stamps, unemployment, welfare, and legal care, medical care? Is that how your friends treat them in Mexico, Scotty? Can I answer the question now, please? You don't have an answer to the question because you lost the chess match before you even began. The fact of the matter is Mexico treats their illegal aliens the way we should treat them. Okay, we are here and you can't do anything about it but complain, so keep complaining. What do you mean there's nothing we can do about it? You guys just tried to hijack the government, but you didn't win, did you? Ha, ha, ha. There's you just tried to hijack the U.S. government, but it didn't work, did it? The people rose up against you and the sellout phonies in the government. You didn't get your way, did you, Scotty? We are here. You can't do it. No, well, you're here now. Yes, you're here now, but not for long. You're not here forever. You're here for now. You're a guest in our house. But if you continue to break the law, you're not going to be here for long. Guess what? I'm here. Ah, take a walk. Do me a favor. Take a walk. Leave me alone. The fact of the matter is the American people can't stand the illegal aliens in this country. You have a bad attitude. You are anti-American. You wave the Mexican flag at sporting events and you want us to love you? You won't learn the English language? You want us to love you? You abuse our hospitals and run them into a third world level? You want us to love you? 
the schools have to bend over backwards to teach your children in a foreign language because you're not smart enough to teach them English? And you want us to love you? Forget about it. We need General Patton. We don't need General Bullshit. Savage. New York, Ken, welcome to the Savage Nation. This is Dr. Unsavage filling in. Oh, yes, Dr. Savage. I just had a question. Um, one time, I'm uninsured. One time I walked into an emergency room and I couldn't get care because they said it was $1,000. I know you're being sarcastic and funny today, but what's funny about them saying I have to pay $1,000, but I can't afford $1,000? Why? No, you why? should get the, he the medical care that all get, the universal medical care that they get in Cuba. Anyone could go into a clinic in Cuba and get care, and you know it's certainly superior to our white racist medical capitalist system, right? Um, well, I mean, everyone I gets care in Cuba, and you know it's better than our care. I mean, they can rub like the, the leaves of uh, guava into the into the healing, uh, into the abscess. You know, that's the kind of care you're entitled to. So I can't wait until this bill passes, and I know you're bitter about it, and that makes. I, why am I bitter about it? What do I care? It's not going to affect me really. I have enough money to pay the taxes. You're the happy one because you're the loser who's going to get something for nothing. So of well, course, guys like you were happy. Guys like you who are too stupid to make the money on your own want someone else to support you. And that's that's good. That's good that people should support men like you. But you see, people like you are so stupid you can't figure out why it costs $1,000 for you to use a, an emergency room. Don't you figure out why? Where do you think the money goes? Who do you think is paying for the illegal aliens? Schmuck, it's you. Do you know that the illegal aliens pay nothing? Are you aware of that? Um, no, but I, I'm actually... Well, no, you see, but this is this is the problem. They pay nothing, but the dumb American, the dumb American pays the thousand dollars to use the emergency room so the illegal aliens can get a free hospital ride, let's say, for a runny nose for one of their wonderful children that was birthed here across the border, who became an instant citizen. They call nine one one. The EMT comes out and takes the child with a runny nose to the to the to the hospital. All the relatives are in there, maybe you know some animals or whatever, for, and they're all clucking around in the emergency room, and you pay for it. Well, but, but if it's somebody's child, we have to we have to have sympathy for that, though. Correct, have, and the child's entitled to an ambulance ride for a runny nose, correct? What's that? I said that the child from the third world should have a free ambulance ride to the emergency room, correct, even for a runny nose? Well, if they, if they can't afford it, yeah. They should have an ambulance ride. They shouldn't have to use a bus or anything the way I did. But, well, maybe they might not be able to afford that bus. That's right. So you should give them a free ambulance ride. But who pays for the ambulance ride? Well, I, I think the government should pay for it. And who's the government? Obama. So he should pay for it. Well, through you mean you mean out of his pocket, him and him and Michelle should pay for the ambulance ride? No, the, the public tax dollars should pay for it, like in every other first world nation. I see. So in other words, every other first world nation has the same percentage of illegal immigrants that we have as well. Is that correct, Ken? I, I wouldn't know that information. Well, you wouldn't know that. That's why you're asking these questions. I'm here to help you. They don't. We have the largest number of Ill illegal immigrants proportionate to the population of any first world nation. So your thinking is limited in the sense that you think apples are apples when, in fact, you're comparing apples to oranges. But I, I think the... Well, it's very good, though, that you feel good that everyone's going to get free medical care. The main thing is you go to sleep feeling good tonight knowing that someone else is going to pay for the illegal aliens and you. And so uh, that's why you should, as a progressive, celebrate tonight. The Savage Nation.
It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Indianapolis, George, you're on the Savage Nation. Hi, how are you? Hello. Next case, off the air. Uh, Let me explain the rules again. When you get on the show, don't ask me how I am, please. I won't take your call. I'm a rude guy. I don't want you to ask me how. You know, when I listen to talk radio driving in a car, the local yokels do this. Hey, Bob, how are you? Good, John. How are you? Fine. Good. What are you calling about, Bob? Uh-huh. Out. Off. I'm, I'm listening to Montevani music at that point. Anything. I'm listening to Mexican love songs. I'm listening to baseball. Anything. I'm the button scanning. Hi, you're on WBZD. How are you? Good. For, it's not CB radio. I'm not in a truck. I'm not breaker one here. It's a radio show. National radio. Get up there and say your piece. Savage. Mississippi, Anita, you're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Yes. Um, you. Let me explain it to you guys who don't understand, like you're four years old. The man does not think he is a messiah. Picture the United States as the Titanic. It's sinking. He went down to the hole, to the Arabic nation, to put a plug in it, to stop the... the now, the I realize that you don't have the education to finish a sentence with any degree of literacy, although you accuse others of being an infant. I would challenge you as to how far you went in school and what you've actually read. You are wrong. Obama has done his first formal TV interview, not with the American people on an American network, but with El Arabiya to an Arabic audience. That should worry you. Education do you have? Because you're talking to an educated woman just because I'm from Mississippi does not. I understand that. Well, I have a PhD. In t- Listen, stop running at the mouth. I'm not one of your students. I have an earned PhD from the University of California at Berkeley and two master's th- degrees. I've written 25 books. Does that help you uh, with the question? Say it again. I'm not going to say it again. What are you too dumb to understand what I said? You didn't like what you heard? It wasn't to pay- get paid to pay off. You, you didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear what I said, but you want to challenge me on an educational level. You're in the, you're barking up the wrong tree, uh, my friend. Okay? You can't hold a candle to my education. You don't know what you're talking about. The man has gone to the Arab street rather than to the American street. Why doesn't that worry you, Anita? They left trash out, and that's to be expected. It's, it's, you're going to have trash when you have 2.5 million people. What, I'm sorry, what did you just say? I said the Democrats who went to see him, the whites, the blacks, the Mexicans, and everybody else who went to see him in Washington, they did not trash Washington. Of course, they left some trash behind, but that's what you pay. The, no, uh, I said they trashed the National Mall. That's an obvious reality. Trash. But you didn't read it in your local newspaper, did you? Because they don't want to make anything that Obama does negative. But you're getting, you're getting off the track because you don't have a logical mind. You're going to make the audience follow you into your confusion. The issue is not trashing of Washington, which his followers did. The issue is that the man has given his first formal TV interview to the Arab street on an Arab network. Don't you think that's a question that people should be asking themselves as to why? That's where the problem is, not to pay, get paid back. The, the, the blacks who put him in office, the whites who put him in office, the Mexicans who put him in office, and everybody else who put him in office, they contribute dollars, 50 cents a quarter to his campaign. It's something unprecedented, something that has... But you're not answering the question. You're going off at the mouth without thinking. You don't know what you're talking about. 
I just ask you what that has to do with him giving his first formal TV interview as president with Al Arabiya rather than with an American network. It is unprecedented. Why would he have done that, Anita? He gave his first formal interview to Robin Roberts. Robin you know, you know, ma'am, I hope to God that you are not a teacher because I pity the poor students who have to put up with your illogic and your emotional outbreaks. You are not qualified to be a teacher. You're not even qualified to call a talk show. Uh, but you're exactly who Obama used to get where he is. Savage. North Carolina. Catherine, you're on the Savage Nation topic, please. Um, I wanted to comment about the preacher. Um, the okay, you mean Reverend Joseph Lowry saying he hopes white will embrace what is right? Now, me, I'm an African-American female. I did find that very offensive, but you can't take what everybody says about Obama to heart. I mean, everybody's too busy worried about, I mean, the man hasn't even been in office for 24 hours, and everybody already has something negative to say. Give them wait, 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 slow down, slow down. If George Bush or a, a, a white man were inducted into the presidency instead of Obama, and he got a cracker preacher up there who said something in reverse that I hope, uh, that I ask you to help us work for that day when white, will be asked not to give back. What do you think that would uh, would signal? You know what? That's this this is what I'm saying. That's the biggest problem. Don't worry about what everybody else has said. Just well, well, he chose Reverend Joseph Lowry to give the uh, the uh, invocation, didn't he? And he messed it up. Oh well, life goes on. You can't dabble on what somebody has said. Just let mm -hmm. him let him go ahead. Let's let him get in office and let let's let him show us what he's going to do. Don't what about a civilian national security force? Does that worry you? If, if Obama wants to give me an AK-47 and I'll protect the country, I'll protect the country. What do you mean you'll protect the country? What does that mean? He, you'll, go and shoot, you'll go and shoot someone? Hey, if, they, if it comes down to it and if they're a terrorist, yeah, I'll do it. But everybody is so busy. I mean, and the biggest thing about... Wait a minute. Obama said before the election that he wants to create a civilian national security force more powerful than the U.S. military. What do you suspect he means by that? Well, I don't know, but, but let's let's see. Let's give the man a chance. Well, let's see. So if, what if he took you and three million other people and gave them guns and said you are now the civilian national security force? What do you suppose your job would be? To protect the civilians, protect my people. I was born here. What do you expect? What do you mean, protect your people or the, the United States of America? That's my people. When I say my people, I don't mean just black people. I, re I mean the United States. I'm not racist. This is everybody's biggest problem. It's because he's black. Well, he isn't black. He's 50% white. I don't know why we keep hearing he's black. I mean, he's 50% white. Whatever happened to his mother? How come he didn't mention his mother today? Okay, this is, this is what I'm saying. Back in when slavery was there, they said that if you had 1% of black blood, that you were considered black. So why is everybody backpedaling on that now? Because it was set up that way. So everybody's like, okay, well, he's black when he was running. So in other words, he's identifying with, the, with slavery times by saying because he's 50% black, he's 100% black by the definition of white, white slave masters? He can be white, he can be whatever he wants to be or whatever he no, He is not black and he's not white. He's multiracial, by the way, Catherine. I mean, let's be clear about it. He's a multiracial man. His race is not the issue, and yet today I heard an awful lot about race, Catherine. He had a preacher who espoused racist sentiments. I heard a speech from Obama that had race in it. Here's a man who says he wants to unite us when he started to divide us. It's not me saying it. It's me noticing these things, Catherine. 
he hasn't even been in office. Everybody's like, well, he said this, so he said that. Okay, well, you know what? What do you mean everybody like he said this and like he said that? What do you expect us to do? Sit here and hail him like the new Caesar? I'm not saying sit here and hail him like the new Caesar. I'm saying to at least give the man a chance. He hasn't even done anything yet, and everybody's on his back. Give him a chance. What do you mean everybody's on his back? Where have you been for the last eight years? What about George Bush? They were not on his. They were not on his back, commenting on his every on his every comma. George Bush is the reason why we're in debt now. We have hit rock bottom as a country. No, 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 no! Don't go to a new point. The job of the media is to sit here and notice what our leaders say and what they do. That is both what they say and what they do, because often deeds are followed. Deeds follow the words. So when they say things, we pay careful attention to them. And we criticize them if we disagree with them in an attempt to keep them on the right track, Catherine. That is how a democracy works. Thank you for the call. Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. Renee in Virginia, welcome to the program. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I'm getting real tired of you, uh, Mr. Savage. Good. I'm glad you're tired of me. I'm glad you're tired of me. So uh, what else is new? What else, make- tired- what else are you tired of? I'm not the one wasting the, the nation's money. I don't give a damn what you're tired of. What, are you happy with Hassan killing people? Yeah, is that what you're tired of that I'm saying that he screamed Allah Akbar and killed men? That's what you're tired of? Are you going to scream at me or are you going to let your call? I may scream at you. Who are you after all? I'll tell you who I am. I'm fed up with you and the Clintons and the and, and the uh, Bushes pointing the finger at Barack Obama. He just got in the chair. He's not responsible for any of this crap that's going down out here. You see, if you if you were any more intelligent, I would argue with you. But in addition to being ignorant, you're unintelligent. Obama inherited a trillion dollars in debt, and his answer is to build it up to into a three trillion dollar debt. Is that how you run your household? Mr. Savage, can I make my point and get off of your phone? You're no, off. you can't make your point. You can answer my question, since you're so smart. He inherited a trillion dollar debt, and he said, I'll solve it by raising it to three trillion. Is that your idea of balancing the budget? You guys bring all these different people into... Why don't you answer my question? What is it? You get a welfare check, so you don't even have to balance a checkbook? Welfare check. You have you ever balanced a checkbook in your life? Yes, I have. Have you ever met a payroll in your life? Yes. Nobody's dummy. I went to your colleges and your trade schools, and it did me no good. Because wait, 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 wait. My colleges? What colleges do I own? None of your business. Can I just make my point? Take a walk. Go call a uh, 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 public television. In fact, go call the Obama uh, FCC and tell them that I hung up on you. Go ahead. Call the diversity chief and tell them I hung up on you. See if I care, you, you dummy, you. Look what I have to do for a living with my education and what I've achieved. I have to talk to... Okay, let's stop right here because I've had all I can take today. Okay, let's play uh, Frito for a minute. Play Frito. That's I what I want to hear. I'm <laughs> smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart <laughs> and I want the steps. Savage. San Diego Lee, you're on the Savage Nation. What's on your mind? Go ahead, please. Yes, Mr. Savage. I listen to conservative talk radio a great deal. And one of the things that I often hear you refer to uh, as it relates to the white male and this war are things that are being raised against the white male in America. Uh, What I hear is frustration because the bottom line, uh, Mr. Savage, 
white rootship or white domination, which in truth stems from white supremacy, that day is over. Right, let, me, let, me, let me see. I'll take your paranoid fantasy of black rule. Let me ask you something. Where on earth does black supremacy show equality for people? Wait a second. Why would you take, why would you take something that we know to be an actual fact? Well, you didn't answer my question. Don't ask me another question. I'll ask you a question. It's my show. Don't try to scare me with your garbage. You're telling me that the model of Africa is what we should look forward to? That's what we should look forward to is, is, is a rule like in uh, Mugabe's country? or in South Africa, the AIDS capital of the universe? Tell me where we should look to black leadership as an example of what the world should be following. Mr. Savage, you're doing what, what all of the conservatives... No, 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 Mr. Mr. Sir. No, no, you're doing what you're doing, which is trying to propose black supremacy. I'm asking you to show me one country on earth where black supremacists rule, where people have it better than in the United States of America. Can you do that, sir? Why are you flipping the coin? As, as Why? Why? Because you bent the coin. I'm straightening the coin out. You gave me a twisted coin. This is what conservative radio does. This is what you're famous for. And, you know, the, the, the cat... You can't answer the question, so you're going around it. I'm asking you again. Show me one nation ruled by black people where the people have a better life than they do in the United States of America or where black people who rule a nation rule it with any more equality than you find in America. Can you show me that nation, sir? I'll tell you that nation. I belong to that nation, and it's right here in America, and it's called the Nation of Islam, sir. Oh, I see. I knew that was underneath the surface. I knew that was underneath the surface. So you're going to allege that Islam is a more democratic force uh, than the United States of America? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assertion that the teachings of the... Can you show me one Islamic nation where women have the equality that they have in the United States of America? Tell me how you people treat your women. I just told you, the nation of Islam. Not the one. nation of Islam. I asked you a question. Show me how women are treated in the nation of Islam. Teach America why you have a superior treatment of women than America does. First of all, you would never hear us on talk radio bashing women the way you white male. Oh, you're twisting it again. You treat women like animals. You treat them like cattle. Hey, Dr. Sam, you put I women. You put women. You put women in cloaks in order to cover them up. Because you're afraid of your women. You are afraid of your women because they're smarter than you. And the only power you have is the power over your women. The only power you have is the power to oppress your women. Are you getting those facts? I'll be right back. No, I'm, I'm still here. I'm not going to waste my time with an ignoramus like him. That's all. Everyone caters. A guy calls he's black right away. They're on their hands and knees. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. I had enough of this garbage. I heard this before. He's a black supremacist and he's a black Muslim supremacist. And they're never going to rule America. Never in a million years. Savage. Albuquerque. Mike, you're up on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Hi, Michael. Thanks for putting me on. Hey, um, you know, I have to respectfully disagree with you. I mean, what I'm hearing day after day, and I have been listening to you lately, is just hysterical um, hate speech and it's not American oh, please get off the get off get off your, your lie will you please you mean tuberculosis is not real not biblical it's I, I asked you a question is tuberculosis real or unreal the gold standard for you Michael should be what would are you listening to me you're not you're not here to lecture me because it's my show not yours I don't know who you are you obviously are in the immigration racket and that's why you're taking offense how can you sit there and support the importation of people from gangs? Let's start with the logical. 
You just heard a Border Patrol member tell you the gang members are coming in. How do you support this? Poor Pinto was. I don't care if they're best sellers. The poor Pinto was the best. Well, sir, uh, sir, I can't hear you. You got hysterical. What did you just say? Well, I said, look. You no, no, you, you look, you look, you just heard a Border Patrol council member saying that many of these kids are murderers with gang tattoos and they can't send them back because Obama's tied their hands. How do you support that? I support it through the love of Christ. Christ loves everybody. It doesn't matter. Are you, are you, are you kidding me? Christ loves everybody? No. Well, I have a suggestion. Why don't you invite some of the gang members into your house and see how much love they'll give you? I'm not feeding you. You're dirty. I'm not feeding you. You don't. Wait a minute. You just said Christ loves everybody. Why do you hate me if you love everybody? You mean you love gang members more than you love me? Oh, you love good grief. Come on. I, love I just asked you something. You just said you love everybody, but you hate me. How does that figure? I didn't say I hate you. Did those words you just said you did. You said I'm dirty. You said I'm dirty, but the gang members with TB are clean. You parse the truth. You just said that I'm dirty, but you said you support... TB infected people. Don't twist your words, mister. Okay. Don't twist your words. You're not browbeating. You're not browbeating the wife that you drove out of your house now. You are not browbeating the children who ran away from you, you little worm, you. You are nothing. You are nothing. You're an enemy of this nation. You're an enemy of this nation. And if we had a sane nation, men like you would not be permitted to put out this, this kind of hatred. You're supporting the importation of disease and gang members, and you say you're a lover of Christ? I, well, exactly. You know what I mean? You're making... No, no, I don't know what you mean. You're a deranged liberal. Liberalism is a mental disorder. Liberalism. But if you love them so much, why don't you go down to the border and embrace somebody with tuberculosis and bring them home to fix them? Listen to me, Mr. Did, didn't, didn't, wait a minute, excuse me. Reverend Damien embraced those with leprosy in Hawaii. And he cured them of leprosy by treating. He didn't cure them because they're incurable. He treated them and he got leprosy himself. Why don't you do what Reverend Damien did? Credentials, Michael. Why don't you go down to the border and show Christ's heart by embracing those with tuberculosis and taking them into your house? You don't believe. Why are you inflicting them on our school children? No Christian love. I just reported that a school reported that all the children in the class had to be tested for tuberculosis because one infected illegal alien was stuck into the classroom. Have you no love in your heart for the children uh, who were not infected prior to that day, sir? Michael, take a deep breath. You know, you, you think that you're winning, but when I hang up on you, no one will ever remember you. You will go back to your miserable little life. So if you have anything intelligent to say, I'm going to give you five seconds to say it. How, how would you know? Go back to your miserable little life, sir. Why don't you go embrace one of the infected children and bring them home do what father damien did with those with leprosy or to really show the kindness of your christian heart please go down to the border and ask the border patrol agents to introduce you to some of the gang members that they're having to introduce to america and perhaps you can bring five of them home to your house and let's see the love they give you i'm sure you'll tell them that christ loves them but the only kind of love you'll ever give these children is the type of love that the church has eschewed, my friend. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Norfolk, Virginia, welcome to the Savage Nation. David, go ahead, please. How you doing, Mike? 
Oh, man, I've been calling for years trying to get through to you. Well, you're on the air now. You're wasting a lot of time. Say what's on your mind. What do you think is involved in the kind of information? Put a, a bomb in the center of Times Square. What do you think would physically be involved in stopping something like that? A U.S. citizen. How can you stop that? You cannot. Oh, I just told you that he really is a false U.S. citizen. He's not a U.S. citizen. He lied to get his green card. So if we had it, uh, let's start with what I just said and work our way backwards, if you don't mind. We now, do you agree with me? He lied to get his green card. A citizen, even if you assume he's not a U.S. citizen. Did you hear what I just said to you? If you're not going to hear me, then we may as well not have this conversation. He lied to get his green card. Therefore, his citizenship could be revoked immediately, and his Miranda rights could be pulled, and he could be grilled as though he's an enemy combatant. Wouldn't that help us a little bit? No, that would not help us a little bit. What if they started pulling anybody's U.S. citizenship? What if they? What, what, is there something wrong with the, with you that you can't even follow a, a logical discussion? We're not talking about anybody. We're talking about this Pakistani who lied to come into the country, who lied to get his green card, who is being protected because he's allegedly a U.S. citizen. But we now know he shouldn't be a U.S. citizen. He lied to get his citizenship. Therefore, it could be pulled if we had a proactive government. And he could have his Miranda rights pulled, and he could be grilled by the CIA or whatever other agency grills enemy combatants. He could even be sent to Guantanamo and be treated like an enemy combatant instead of be given six halal meals over there in New York, wherever they're keeping him. Let me finish my thought here. I've been, I've been waiting for years. You have the radio long after I'm gone. All right, look, let's not play victim. You haven't made a cogent point yet. What is your major point? I haven't made a point. I don't care if he's an illegal. It doesn't matter if he's an illegal and he comes over here to blow something up. You cannot stop him. It doesn't matter. You cannot stop. What are you, out of your mind? The guy was on a no-fly list and he got into the country. Grilling him means you're caught, you caught him. He's already done it. You have not prevented the act. Well, well, let's go backwards in time. He had gone to Pakistan after he got his fake green card. He trained there for four months, and he was screened secondarily on his return to the United States. Why did Homeland Security screen him that time? Did they screen him because they're racist? No, I don't. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not playing a racist card. I don't think you're a racist. I said, did Homeland Security screen him that time because they were racist? Of course not. They screened him because they had reason to believe he may have trained in a training camp. Could they not have stopped him at that point and arrested him? Why didn't they? They had reasonable doubt about the guy. They knew he disappeared, went to Pakistan, trained in Waziristan, and was coming back. So they figured the guy was in a training camp. Wouldn't it be prudent to have stopped him from coming back to America then? So if, I'm, if an American, like a white, full-blooded American, were to go out and do the exact same thing and, you know, actually pull it off. He pulled it off. He blew up Times Square. There is something wrong with your brain. Obviously, you can't think because you're not following even a simple thought. And it's Americans like you who have given us President Obama, isn't it? You voted for him, didn't you? No, I didn't. I'm a libertarian. I am oh, a come on, a libertarian. That's so old. That's so yesterday. A libertarian's like an RCA Victor Victrola. A libertarian is a liberal with a unitarian background. Take a walk. Get off my show. You, you take my IQ and you trash it. I didn't spend all these years of education and, and millions of years of evolution to, to, to swim in, in a cesspool of stupidity like this. I can't take it anymore. That's how Obama runs the country because of schmucks like him.
What if an American, an old American went there? First of all, the guy was a Pakistani. Why do you think they're looking at Pakistanis? Because it's a, a nation filled with haters. Hello, America. Why are they all coming from either Pakistan or one of those other countries? Savage. Las Vegas, Amy, welcome to the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Please. Yeah, uh, socialism is such a nasty word to Americans. I can't stand. It's a sensible system, whatever. It's a realistic system. Uh, Europeans are closed, fed, housed. Hun, 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 hun. Now, I know that in your dear old Europe, uh, the whiskey is supplied by the government, at least the coupons. And I know in Las Vegas, there's no shortage of drinks. You can get them for free in any casino. But before you call the show again to talk about the wonders of socialism, Will you please go to your AA meeting or take antabuse? Thank you. 1-800-449-825. What did I need a lush for on this show? For God's sakes. I love your socialism. Your socialism is good. You know, you go over there, they all show for happy in Europe. It's a happy place in Europe. They're all happy in Europe. Yep, they're all happy in Europe. Savage. Brian, Cleveland, you're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I, I'm a socialist. I believe in socialism. And uh, well, Of course I, you do. You're a loser who can't make anything on, on his own, so you want it from me. What else is new? How much? Do you know how much uh, money uh, Bill Gates has? I mean, he, he doesn't... Well, who'd he take it from, you? He doesn't need $55 billion. He's what do you mean he doesn't need it? Who'd he take it from, you? He didn't take it from, he. He didn't take it from anybody, but he's... How, how much taxes does he pay a year? How much in taxes do you think he pays a year? Oh, I have no idea. And that, of course you have no idea, because you're, you're a dummy. How could you have an idea? He pays, and so do the people who make more than a million dollars a year, about 90% of all the federal income tax in this country. Did you know that? Without us, you'd wind up eating uh, uh, mites in the street. Do you know how much food corporate corporations waste, like like Procter and Gamble, when they make uh, food? You're telling me there you're telling me there are skinny homeless people in America who are starving to death. Yeah, but you have you ever taken a look at the people on welfare lately? The size of them. You can you can take that. Food. They're fat as horses because they have too much to eat and not, not enough to do, but but knock out babies and collect welfare. What are you talking about? Let me repeat the hard data, my friend. The people who earn over a million dollars a year provide over 90% of all of the federal income tax in this country. The people who earn over a million dollars a year support men like you. Have a nice day. Three in a row now. Let's go for a 10-pin shot. They don't like it. They want so Of course they want socialism. Wouldn't you want socialism if you were either genetically damaged or you were a drunk or an, alcohol an alcoholic or a drug addict or stupid or lazy? And you wanted somebody to just pay you to sit at home? Of course you'd want socialism. Sure you'd want socialism. You could sit at home and play dominoes like they do in Cuba in ripped undershirts with 1954 Buicks. That's what you get with socialism. See, I don't want to sit home and play dominoes. I could have retired years ago, but I won't retire because I believe in borders, language, and culture. I also believe in fair play. And I also believe in being paid for your work and not being taxed to death in order to support deadbeat bums and illegal aliens. And that's what makes me... That's that's what makes me a popular talk show host, because I, I actually represent the working man in America, by the way. Don't you see they don't like when they hear reality. They're so used to having spoon fed pablum from the politicians who are telling them they're all wonderful. They walk around with the smiles and they tell them that they're oppressed minorities or underprivileged whites and the rich corporations are stealing from them. And when they become a president or whatever, they're going to become they're going to balance the scales out. Yeah. And, of course, they've got the useful idiots out there believing them. 
But when they hear the realities and they have to look nakedly at the statistics of A, who pays the taxes here, and B, what the illegal aliens have done to our country, of course they're going to get mad at me. I have told you before, sometimes medicine tastes lousy. In fact, good medicine always tastes lousy. Old Doc Savage gives you the pill that you need in order to get straight. That pill tastes lousy. I don't sugarcoat my words. You want sugarcoating? Go to Hillary or Obama. Savage. Los Angeles, Brian, you're next. Go ahead, please. Hey, Mike. Uh, I just want to say that I actually really enjoyed Ahmadi Najad's speech, and uh, I'm glad that he had the opportunity to speak. And the only thing that I that I noticed about it is uh, that this Columbia fellow cited the CFR as his source of information, which is uh, that group. What is it that you liked about Hitler's speech? Well, I like that he talked about God, and I like that he talked about science and ethics, and I actually agreed with him on the point of how many of the women in Iran don't have the uh, same burdens that a man would have. I think it's I think it's unfortunate. So you it, like a despotic Islamic regime? Why are you living in America then? No, I just I like I like other people's viewpoints. Like I'm not I'm not a psychopath like you that that only has to have uh, one. So I'm the psychopath, not you. But you love the Iranian system, but you're not there. So what does that make you, if not a psychopathic hypocrite? Like is I like you tell me that you like Iran, but you're living here where you have total freedom to tell me what you think. You're a, a liar and you're be a psycho. I'm saying it. you don't like the Iranian Hitler. You don't like it at all because you'd be executed within 30 days if you lived there. They'd consider you a, a renegade and a threat to the government, Brian. You know that. If I say something. No, you can't. How do you like that? You could say nothing. In fact, I don't even want you to listen to my show ever again. How's that? Because just by listening to my show, you pollute it and, and bring down the IQ of the audience. Take a walk and don't ever do anything except goggle with Rogaine. Then you'll grow some hair on your larynx and I won't have to listen to you talk again. Savage. The king has no clothes. Robert Reich. Robert Reich. Any other topic is fair game. Chicago. Dennis, you're up on the Savage Nation topic. Please go ahead. Uh, Michael, yesterday you opposed uh, Barack Obama's decision to close uh, Gitmo, and uh, I, I, it left me wondering, because uh, torture and other harsh techniques that were done there are unconstitutional, like our own country. Oh my, oh my. Is setting off a bomb in a city unconstitutional, sweetie? It is a no. Oh, darling, listen to me, sweetheart. They have no constitutional rights, darling. They're not American citizens. Do you get it? Do you get oh. it, son? Do you get it, son? They were being tried as enemy combatants. Do you know who defied, did defined that originally, enemy combatant? The concept of an enemy combatant. Do you know who defined that? I don't know. Who, who defined it? It was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Socialist Democrat, 1944. He used that designation, his Justice Department did, to try Nazis who were dropped onto Long Island by, uh, by German submarines. He tried them not as American citizens, not in courts of law, but as enemy combatants. And they were tried and found guilty and shot. Are you aware of that, Democrat, uh, Socialist, FDR did that, Dennis? The problem is you're not educated. The problem is the media is filled with sycophants who don't even know their own history. That's why we're in trouble. That's why we have the charlatan as president and idiots like you calling the show, talking about constitutional rights for Osama bin Laden. 
Matthew in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the Savage Nation. Hello. Go ahead, Matthew. Hello. You're on the radio. Yes. I think Obama is right on this Egypt issue. Well, that's not enough of a statement. Tell us why. Because Islam is a religion, and it is a world religion, and it should be respected. Listen, fool. What religion is Mubarak, fool? Mubarak? He is no religion. He's a listen, you, listen, putz. Putz, he's a Muslim, you schmuck. What are you talking about? You're making it as though Mubarak is not a religion? He's a, he's a Muslim, you moron. Where do you get your information from, you putz, you? Huh? And I take idiots. Michael in Victorville, welcome to the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. How you doing, Michael? Hello? Yes, make your point. Stop asking me how I'm doing. You don't know me, for God's sakes. <laughs> how you doing, Michael? This is Michael from Victorville, and I'm... I'm hanging up. That's all. That's number two. If you ever get on my show, there's a couple of rules. Never ask me how I'm doing. This is not... This is not breaking one radio. You don't know me. I don't know you. We're not chatting. It's national radio. Come up with a cogent point. Or don't get on my show at all. I can't take this. I kill myself to do this right. And I have to talk to the stupid, stupidest people. I'm going to try one more call. Then I'm not taking another call all week. New York City, Janet, go ahead, please. Hi, how you doing? Hello? Yeah, I don't answer those questions. You don't know me. I don't know you. We're not friends. What's on your mind? You're rude. That's right. I am rude. What else is on your mind? Uh, what's the matter? Uh, Obama got your tongue? No, null and void already, because I didn't kiss her behind already. She was stunned. I saw what she was going to do already. I saw what it said on the screen. Obama is doing what he promised. But the minute I didn't lick her uh, her boots already, she, she was stunned. She thought I'd get on my hands and knees and go, Oh, please tell me what you think. I'm not a white liberal. Don't confuse me with the, with the, with the people you grew up with in New York who kiss you behind because you give them an eye. I'm not going to take this crap from you anymore. Any of you liberal communist bums, I know what you're doing. I have studied communism. I have studied it inside and out. And I know how you work. You're all criminal. And there's no right wing to stand up to you. The peaceful Tea Party country back from you left wing vermin. What we need is a right wing movement in this country, not a Tea Party. What we need is a vigorous right wing movement in America, not a Tea Party. And you need to face off against those scum on the left. And then you'll have a nation. I've studied this inside and out. And I know what Marxist-Leninism Marxist-Leninism is. I know what it is inside and out. And I know how you left-wing vermin work. And you got your man in the White House, don't you? And you own the press, don't you? Well, you don't own me. You don't own Michael Savage. And you never will, damn all of you. You'll never own me. If I'm the last man standing in the media... So be it. I don't care what you say about me. I know what America was. I know what America could be. I know that you stinkers have ruined it. You've ruined it from top to bottom. With your outcome-based education, you've destroyed the universities. Take a look at what you did to our educational system. 
Take a look at what everything you touch you destroy. And I'm just getting warmed up on this Blue Monday. Go ahead. Take me on. Call me up. See if you can beat me into submission. Tell me you're going to boycott me. I don't give a damn. I don't care if I'm the last man standing on the right in the media. So be it. The buck stops here. You left-wing vermin have destroyed every institution in this country from top to bottom. There is no justice in the Justice Department. There is no education in the Education Department. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.